in the market, in your shop, wherever you are watching this evening, I want you to open up your hearts because the Lord has a word for you. Hallelujah. We've been looking at the subject of Easter and I believe that for us to really benefit from what Christ did, we need to properly understand and situate it in a context. Amen. We need to properly what understand and situate it. I don't believe that Easter this time we should be wearing black dresses and by this time we've gone to cemetery and come. If we are doing that, we are the most miserable. Because this incident happened over 2,000 years ago and we are just commemorating it. But the thing about the things of God is that it doesn't have expiry date. If you observe and commemorate it in the right spirit, you stand to reap the benefits it has. Hallelujah. And the significance of this Easter gathering this morning, this evening, and then Sunday, tomorrow, we will not be meeting. And so position you so you can reap the benefits of the incident. My brothers and sisters, you may not love Jesus, you may not like Jesus, but he was born of a virgin. He walked the face of the earth. He suffered under Pontius Pilate. Betrayed, I'm not saying the Apostles' Creed. Betrayed by Judas Iscariot. Slapped and spat upon by the high priest called Caiaphas and his team. They, the Roman soldiers beat him up mercilessly. His back became so rough and bad that I believe those who even chew flesh would become vegetarians suddenly. He was, you know, they stripped him naked and they put a cross on his shoulder. He walked the face of the earth. At that time, the earth he created in a manner that didn't look like the savior of the world. And finally, he was hanged on a tree that he created. They framed it. They hanged it. In fact, one of the things we're going to look into was one of the mockery. When I saw it, I've been reading it. But today, when I saw it again, I told myself, that I have not been mocked enough yet. Can you imagine that Jesus, the whole Jesus, the son of God, the Bible says he was slapped from behind and the people turned and said, you said you are the son of God. Tell us who slapped you. That is the height of, the highest height of mockery. But he didn't say, okay, God, this humiliation is too much. I won't continue. He continued the journey. And my brothers and sisters, as Jesus walked through the faces of mockery and suffering and suffering and humiliation, he had you and I in mind. Because he had to fulfill that work. He had to pay the price according to Isaiah 53. So that you and I today can say that we have an anchor. We have a hope. And we know that with God, all things are possible. With this introduction, I want to welcome all of you. My name is Apostle Andres Labi coming into your homes. I trust that you are faring well, you are keeping well, and the grace of God is sufficient for you. Tonight, we want to continue on from where I left off in the morning. In this Easter season, I have been talking about a fearless hope to break through. A fearless hope. It is very important, my brothers and sisters, the times we live in, that we walk in boldness. I didn't talk about walking in Takashi. 
I didn't talk about faking boldness and strength. But it requires that we are able to stand and decode the events in these times so that our faith in God will not fail or will not wane or will not begin to lose potency. Hallelujah. It is very important for us to understand that whatever is happening, I don't know how many times I won't say this, but I can say it all the time I'm preaching. Whatever is happening is not happening at the blind side of God. He is aware and he allowed it for a reason. Hallelujah. Now, if you have this understanding, your prayer will be measured. Your prayer will be very, very directional. You will not be throwing sabots and missiles like a dog that is running away and still barking just in case the one pursuing it will be afraid. You will not do that. If God saw it and he allowed it, he has a reason. And in this period, it is very important that we understand that if he is in charge of the universe, then this did not come at his blind side. Then we need to seek his face and get the real things he has in mind for us. I have said, and I will continue to say, don't bother your head about all the conspiracy theories going on. Conspiracies didn't start today. The first person behind conspiracy is Satan himself. In Genesis chapter 3, he said, Adam, are you sure God said you shouldn't eat? He was talking to Eve, sorry. He said, yes, because the day we eat, we shall die. And he said, no, you will not die. You will become like God. Can you imagine? You will become like God. You will not die. And so conspiracy theories started not today. And we are not going to fall victims to whatever is being planned or is not being planned. One of the things every child of God must be very, very alert about is that sugar and salt have resemblance, but they are not the same. A word to the wise is enough. Sugar and salt have resemblance, but they are not the same. Let all that is being said be said. One of the things somebody was asking me yesterday, ah, you doctors, wouldn't you speak, you doctors of the law? I said, I didn't study the Bible to be argumentative. I studied it to make me a better Christian. All that matters, the Bible has said, he said, all that matters is to know God, is to serve him and do his will. That's what the other things, it doesn't really matter. Amen. I, David said, I was young and I'm now old. Never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his children begging for bread. God is not going to forsake us in this end time. Hallelujah. He is with us and he will be with us. That's what he said in Matthew 28 verse 20. I will be with you till the end of age. He is with us. Nothing accidental will happen to us. Hallelujah. A fearless hope to break through. We said hope is the feeling that what is wanted can be achieved or that events will turn out for the best. Hallelujah. That is hope. Hope means that that which we are feeling or expecting or we want can be achieved. We hope that our lives will end well. In the midst of COVID-19, people are losing their jobs already. Companies are folding up. Financial market is beginning to experience the shocks around. We 
live in these times. And this is the time we all will have to be careful with the things we say. We don't need sarcasm at this time. What you need is to confess the word of God. Don't be sarcastic. Don't talk like those who don't know God. And say things like, if God is God, why are all these things happening to us? If the company that produces soap are truly producing soap, why are people still smelling? We have to be able to come to that place where we will not be sarcastic because things are running against us. We are not of those who give up. We are not of those who throw our hands in the air because the odds are against us. In fact, every child of God hear this tonight. We are of those who come out better and refined when we go through the fire. Because in us are seeds. When you think you have killed us, you have actually given us the opportunity to germinate and become fruitful. That is who we are. We are not of those who kill, who are killed and they die. We have the seed of God inside of us. The more you kill us, the more we will germinate. The more you try to bury us, the more we will spring up uh, and bear fruit. Some 30, some 60, some 100. You must understand the spirit you have been called into. The spirit that lives in you as a child of God. So we said that to have hope, we must understand that this hope is not premised on a story that was once told. It happened. Hallelujah. A man was born by a virgin. It happened. You may not agree, but let me tell you, I tell people that the reason why I will never argue with anybody about Jesus is that he healed me. Tell me he didn't heal me. Like the blind man in John chapter 9, he said, look, whether he has a demon in him or not, I know one thing for sure. Once I was blind, now I can see. Listen, the incontrovertible evidence some of us have, you can't even with any argument tell us God is not in control. I was not like this. Today, I am where I am because there is a God. There is a God in heaven who rules in the affairs of men. Joel the prophet said, any man who calls upon him, he shall be saved. He will answer him. Hallelujah. It's important we remind ourselves, they may sound basic, but this is what matters. This is what matters. And as we celebrate Easter, it's important for us to re-echo the significance of this whole event. Like I said, Easter is not the beginning. It is the continuation and the completion of God's plan for humanity. Easter actually did not just come to redeem and reconcile. It came to put man back on track. Hallelujah. And the reason why we are talking about the fearless hope is that whether we can feel it or not, we are back on track. Hallelujah. Whether we can feel it or not, we are back on track. The things the enemy might have stolen from us in the beginning of the year, even though we carry a promise, God says, I have realigned you. I have put you back on track. It doesn't matter what you lost. It doesn't matter what has come against you. David put it this way. He said, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Psalm 27 verse 1. Child of God, in this 
this season, it is time to remind yourself of who you are by the grace of God. He said you are the head and not the tail. You are above and not beneath. Oh, he has set you up high above all nations. It's okay to feel tired sometimes. Even Gideon said in the book of Judges 8 verse 4, he said we are exhausted but still in pursuit. It is okay to, to, to just speak some negative words sometimes. Don't remain there because I stand here as a prophet of God to tell you as we commemorate this Easter, the reason why we are talking about a fearless hope is that we are back on track. Say we are back on track. The most important part of life is to be in a race. The Bible says that those who run according to the rules will obtain a crown. There is a crown waiting for us. The crown is because we have a promise. The race for us in WCCI is that God said this year you are becoming, you are breaking through. This year I am causing you to break through. Break through. You are breaking through. And I have said that breakthrough is not deliverance. Breakthrough is having victory and success over the things that limit you and hinder you from what God has promised you. We are breaking through COVID-19. We are breaking through with all the associate challenges it is coming with. The health health indicate the health, uh, what do you call it? Um, um, threats that it has come with. The economic threats that it has come with. The unforeseen other threats that are coming. We have been put on track to rise above them. We are more than conquerors. I said we are more than conquerors. We will not deny the fact that things are hard. It's okay. God is not angry with us. Even Jesus, when you read the story of Easter in Matthew 26, the Bible says he went into the garden of Gethsemane and he began to cry to God that if it is possible, let this cup pass over me. It shows that we are human, but what what makes us more than victorious and conquerors? It's not what we have studied. It's not what we lean on. It is the God we have believed in. And like Job said in Job chapter 42 verse 2, he said, now I know that God can do everything. Child of God, God sent me to tell you, you need a fearless hope because he has brought you back on track. Can you tell your neighbor you are watching with her? Please keep the social distance okay and just shout it I am back on track oh you started January with excitement you started January with a lot of hope that this year things will change and whilst you were still hoping this thing began to manifest from the second or third week of March suddenly we are all experiencing what we never saw we never anticipated but God says I should tell you in the midst of the challenges he has put you back on track I am back on track. Maybe as I speak, you have just received your letter of termination. They have made you redundant because business is bad. Even when they produce, there will not be market. So they are saying, go and sit at home. Ah, you say, pastor, are you sure of what you are talking about? I just lost my job. I just heard I will not be paid. I just heard I'll be paid half salary. Yes, God does not speak to us because the situation is favorable. He speaks to us because he's almighty. He speaks to us because he is all powerful. He knows what you are going through and he still says you are back on track. Say I'm back on track. I am back on track. Now because you are back on track, you need a fearless hope. You need 
to be bold. The Bible talks about Jesus. That what kept him, what made him set his face like a flint. To go on that journey of shame, disgrace, rejection and betrayal. Was because he knew what was set ahead of him. Hallelujah. When you read Matthew 26. From verse 60. He says that when they, they pushed him by oath. To say whether he was the king of the Jews. He said you have said it. And he didn't stop there. He said for you will very soon know. That I will be seated at the right hand side of the father. And I will come again on the clouds. Hallelujah. In other words Jesus was saying my brothers and sisters. You don't judge my outcome by the things I'm going through. I don't know who I'm talking to. You don't judge the outcome of my life. I am quiet not because I don't have strength. I am not making noise not because I don't have contact. But I can see that things are working together for my good because I love God and I'm called according to his purpose. Oh, I don't know who I'm talking to tonight. God sent me to tell you right in the midst of that difficult in that situation that seems to make mockery of you that seems to tell everybody that you are faking your Christian life that says the Lord you are back on track you are back on track now when you are back on track you don't consider the things that happened when you were off track you don't consider the pain and the shame anymore you set your face towards what have been promised and that is what sort Jesus through. Jesus yes, he complained as a man and said, God you have abandoned me. But in the end, you and I know that the end of the story was glorious. So shall be your end. You are back on track. Easter simply says I am back on track. Oh, I feel like closing already. I am back on track. Rejoice not over me, oh my enemy. Though I sit in darkness, my light is about to shine. I am back on track. You know that I've been down. You know that I've been out of cash. You know that for some time now my prayer life has not even been the best. You know that my mouth has been full of complaints. But says the Lord, you are back on track. What do people who are back on track do? They receive the mind of God with great rejoicing. You must rejoice because he who has promised you is faithful. He is not a man to lie. He's not a son of man to lie. You are back on track, brother. You are back on track, sister. Maybe you are sitting there saying, Pastor, you don't know what you are talking about. This week, my last money is what we have spent. I still want you to know you are back on track. It doesn't matter what the enemy has thrown at you. You are back on track. You are back on track. When Jesus died, when he died, all that shameful death. He was putting things in place for your return. You are back on track. Ghana is back on track. Africa is back on track. The world is back on track. Yes, COVID is killing people. COVID is rendering homes even very, very miserable because breadwinners are losing their job. But says the Lord, we are back on track. All the word of the Lord says in the book of 2 Kings, that one day when Israel had been put into severe famine, the prophet of the Lord came and said, tomorrow by this time, there will be abundance. And the Bible says the cupbearer of the king looked at Elisha and said, oh, even if God opened
opens the windows. Can this be? And he said, for doubting, you will only see, but you will not enjoy. Child of God, you are back on track. 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 Students, I want to speak to you. Your academic calendar seems to be disrupted, uh, but you are back on track. Uh, even if they restore it 2021, uh, what God has purpose to do with you, he will do it. Uh, they only can delay your greatness, but they cannot deny it. Ha! They can only delay what God has said about you, but they cannot deny it. Uh, scream again, I am back on track. I am back on track. I am back on track. If you believe you are back on track, then your hope must be fearless. You must walk away from situations of compromising. You see, sometimes you can't even honor God in your religious obligations, in your faith obligations because of ambiguity, because of lack of faith. But people who are fearless, they speak like Esther speak. She said, go and tell Mordecai he should fast. Me and my maidens are also going to fast uh, and I will go and see the king uh, if I perish I perish that is the language of people who are back on track uh, people who are back on track are not apologetic uh, they are not fierce. Uh, they are not people who think of the negative uh, we are not saying that we shouldn't reason we will reason but reason should not uh, take the place of the word of God uh, you are back on track You are back. Go and tell the devil that you are back. Tell the devil that you are back. This afternoon, as I was meditating on the word of God, this scripture came to me, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. He said, if the God of this world knew that in crucifying the Lord of glory, ah, <laughs> he will become this powerful, they would have left him. I announce to anything behind COVID-19, I don't know where it is coming from, but all that matters to me is that it's not powerful than my God. I have heard people say that this disease has exposed the church. I don't see how. Because even those who were with Jesus, once upon a time, a boy with demonic spirit, they couldn't heal him. It simply shows that we are still not God. I am back. I am back. I am back. I am back on track. I am prophesying to somebody watching. Yes. You, 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 you. He said, Pastor, I started business four times. It has collapsed. I come with the word of God to you. That says the Lord. You are back on track. <laughs> you are back on track. I don't know what might have taken you off track. But you are back on on track. And because you are back on Christ, you need to be fearless. Somebody will say, Pastor, what shows I am back? The death and resurrection of Jesus is evidence that man lost it, but man was restored. Ah, I am back. I say I am back. I am telling you, you are back. Something is turning on within me. I prophesy to everybody at the sound of my word that that which you require 
to take your place on your track. God is staring it in you in the name of Jesus. Everything you need to take your rightful place. The Lord is staring it in you in the mighty name of Jesus. We are back on track. The economy of Ghana is back on track. We have entered into a contingency fund as a nation. The, all these three, three things that people want to read politics into is the taxpayers' money. It's not for any political party. It's the taxpayers' money which will be used for develop, developmental projects. But that says the law. Somebody tell the president. Somebody tell the economic uh, finance minister. God says we are back on track. I don't know how he's going to do it. I don't know how he's going to arrange it. But I know that he has done it before. And he will do it again. Ah, we are back on track. We are back. Everybody is back. Students, you are back. Those who have lost your jobs and you are afraid. Instead of saying that I trust God, that he knows what he's doing for me, you have started begging for money using lies. That's not the way to go, child of God. In the midst of crisis, you don't become manipulative. You walk in faith. You are, it's not as if before this COVID-19, you were sitting on millions. I know some people will not love me for what I'm saying. But that's the truth. Okay, let's hear word. Let's hear word. Before this COVID, it was not as if you were sitting on a gold mine. It's not as if your shop was full to the brim. It's not as if your life was blooming with glory. Stop pretending and stop putting up stories to collect money. It is not a sign that you have hope. It's not a sign that you are looking up to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My key scripture I chose for this season, Matthew 26, 57 to 68, is just to show you the kind of things that could have made Jesus forget the, 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 the glory. But he didn't. You know why? He had you in mind. Just to put you on track. Just to put you on track. You need a fearless hope. Fearless hope. Fearless hope. And we said in the morning, I just gave you one. That people who walk in fearless hope must be lovers of God. They must be what? Lovers of God. Number two, they must be bold to pursue what God has promised them. And you read the book of Esther. And I love the story of Esther so much. Because it's a clear story that shows that God can bring the people back on track. As at this time, these people were living in a province where they were slaves. And their, their enemies were not just happy that they were slaves. They wanted them completely wiped out. Those who are pursuing you, those who want your downfall. People cook up stories. And one of these days, I think as a commission, we need to catch one or two people and put them in court. So that they prove what they say. But that's human nature. If people are not taught the hard way, they won't repent. 
That man of God said physical demons must be dealt with physically. There are demons who can bite him. We will bite you too. Say dog bite dog. There's no blood. Hallelujah. So Esther was told that, look, God wants to restore our fortunes. He said, hey, you know that if you go to the king when it is not yet time to go, your head might go off. Then Mordecai reminded him, if God gives you opportunity to be put back on track and you don't do what you have to do, don't forget, you yourself, you will be destroyed and he will raise someone else. Lord, don't pass us by. We confess and declare that we are back on track. And she quickly caught the revelation and said, Hey, go tell Mordecai that he should fast with the people outside the gate. Myself and my maidens, we are also going to fast. And I will go and see the king after the fast. And if I perish, I perish. A people who have fearless hope are bold in the promises of God. They love God, number one. Number two, they are bold. In this season, you have to be bold. Be bold. Don't just be praying against COVID-19. Be asking God, what is the economic factor, economic benefits of this? Let God show you. When this whole thing started, who thought that Ghanaians could be innovative? Look at the inventions that have come up. Maybe for all you know, you are the one who is going to bring out the new handkerchief. That will do the work. You are busy eating, drinking, watching movies. The last part of the movie was what the woman turned into a snake and you slept and you see a snake chasing you and say, Pastor, my dreams are not good. Stop watching snake movies. I am back on track. You are back on track. This is the time to pray with your eyes open. God is distributing ideas. Reverend Chris was sharing one with me about a young man, the latest invention. I only knew of the drum one. He said, there's the latest one. Those people are not superhuman. They don't have blue blood. Maybe you are even having a better blood. You are even living in a better apartment than them. Hallelujah. We are back on track on all sides. I remember I, I was prophesying on one scripture, Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 10, for beyond the rivers of Ethiopia. I understand per anthropology. I understand that it could mean the Arabian people, but it also means black people. And I believe that COVID-19 will give us a voice. The world may not accept our technology, but when they see that it is working, when they see, whoever thought that fetish and idol worship could travel to Bodoibu? To, 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 to foreign lands. They tell you, shut up. You can't talk. He said, I'll talk. Mm, 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 mm. You say, come. We are back on track. I said, we are back on track. Sister, you are back on track on that marriage. You are back on track concerning that business that has been giving you headache. You are back on track. So you must be bold. 
to declare what God has said. Pursue it to its logical conclusion. You will not fail. Come on and walk on the waters with me. Come on and walk on the waters with me. We will not fail. We will not fail. Don't be afraid. Somebody tell your business you are back on track and prepare yourself from Tuesday when you wake up in the morning. Don't be lazing around by lying in bed. Wake up, wear your socks, wear your kamboo, wear your t-shirt and just sit there, cross your leg. Every two minutes, pick your phone and look at it. It is an expectation that business is coming. Shout, I am back on track. Those of you believing on for contract. Because we are back on track, we need fearless hope. And to operate effectively, we say that you must be bold concerning the promises given you. No compromise. Hallelujah. Number three. Beside boldness, we must not be discouraged by the difficulties we go through. It's part of it. Who ever thought that a man whose path in sand applied it on people's eyes and they were seen would himself one day lack help? Who taught it? Difficulties, like I said, the believer and difficulty equals greatness and discovery of opportunities. Difficulties bring out the best in us. Difficulties bring out the best. If you face it well, if you have the right mindset and you go through it, it brings out the best in you. We should not be afraid. We should not be afraid. That's the third point of the trials and difficulties we go through. They don't mean God has abandoned you. I thank God for Jesus, the kind of strength he exhibited. When you read the beginning of the chapter 26 of Matthew, when, when the, one of the people with him cut off the ear of the guy, he said, look, don't do that again. Or do you think I cannot call? What he was simply saying is that I have options, but I have decided to stay with God. I have options. But I've decided to go this journey God's way. I've decided to do this the way of my father. I have decided. I have decided. Don't be afraid. Don't be despaired. If God is with us, where are his works? If truly all this healing and people are asking for the head of all the prophets and healing evangelists and pastors in Ghana. COVID-19 may not have been healed. But last Sunday when we gathered here, people got healed. Online. Online. And watch this. This year by this time. Just as people are getting healed of HIV and the world is denying it. COVID-19 will fall in the name of Jesus. Listen, godliness doesn't mean instant solutions. 
Sometimes it takes us time. Brothers and sisters, we are back on track. We are back on track. That's why we need a fearless faith. Very fearless. Don't let what you go through make you timid. Don't let what you go through cause you to lose your faith. It's part of the process. Number four. We must learn to endure mockery and the threats of our lives. Enjoy it. Listen. The fact that you just paid your tithe and you still don't have money to pay your rent or pay money, uh, money to buy food to eat doesn't mean you are a fool. You are not. You are not a fool. It simply means you love God. It takes a shallow-minded person to say that it is foolishness to be hungry and give these things to a man. Tell me from Genesis to Revelation about offerings and tithes. Did God ever say they should give it to spirits? Like one of the fathers have said. Some of you, you think pastoral duties is light. You have no idea. We need to. We need to come to that place where we will see afflictions and trials as part of the process. The word of the Lord said, many are the afflictions of the righteous. Many. Not one. COVID-19 is one of the afflictions. We live in the world, it has come. The good news is not how the affliction came or why it came. The good news is that there is promise deliverance. There is promise deliverance. I brought you this revelation so that we will all examine our lives. I believe that this Easter should be a sober reflection considering the circumstances we find ourselves in. Like I said in the morning, don't just be watching TV to while away the time. This is the time. This is the time. Test your abilities. Test your skills. Stare the giftings of God in you. Put them to work. This is the time to document things. And when all is set, when the stage is set, God as your director will see you through. He will direct your path and you will be celebrated where you have to be celebrated. In the name of Jesus. I want us to pray this prayer shortly. Say with me, Heavenly Father, I surrender my will, my fears, my uncertainties to you. I ask in the name of Jesus that by your spirit, you will lead me on the path of righteousness. Help me to be sensitive in this season where you have restored me back on track. Where you have brought me back on track. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, I pray that by your spirit as we commemorate the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus, you will empower me with this knowledge. Stay in me the strength of the Holy Ghost. Oh Lord, to partner with you to take charge of this work you have done. 
I confess boldly that I am back on track. 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 In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Ghost. We give you praise. We give you glory. Lord, we honor you. Lord, we adore you. Lord, we exalt you. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. In the name of Jesus, I pray for your people, O oh Lord, and declare that in this season, any voice that is accusing them, any voice that is seeking to deny us of what you have done for us, I silence that voice. For your word says in righteousness you will establish us. Therefore, any power of the enemy seeking to disqualify us, I invoke the power in the blood to silence that voice. For your word says in Isaiah 54 verse 17 that any tongue that rises against us in judgment, we shall condemn. I condemn any voice. I condemn any voice. I condemn any voice against the track you have brought us back on. Any voice seeking to cause us to make the same mistakes. Any voice seeking to cause us to stumble. Any voice seeking to cause us to walk in in lack of faith. I silence that voice in the name of Jesus. The voice of any judgment. Any man seeking to use our past mistakes and errors against us. Lord, we take away that power from that man. We take away that power from these demonic entities in the name of Jesus because Christ has not just healed us by his stripes. He has delivered us. He has taken upon himself the chastisement of God of our sins, of our errors. Therefore, I silence any voice from our father's house, from our mother's house, from this community and the community we live in, from wherever we work, oh God, wherever we practice our enterprise, any power, any voice, seeking to make demands on our progress, seeking to make demands on our breakthroughs, we engage the power of the Holy Ghost. Arise, O God, and scatter. Arise, O God, and scatter. Arise, O God, and scatter. Let the enemy be scattered. The enemy of our faith. The enemy of our inheritance. The enemy of our possessions. Let them be scattered. This enemy called COVID-19. Arise, O God, and scatter. Arise, O God, and scatter. His power over the economic systems of the world. His power to silence the church is power to silence in intelligence and technology. We silence you in the name of Jesus. We scatter you in the name of Jesus. Lord, now I declare as Esther was choosing, even though she was a Jew but was not known, so do I declare that your favor upon us in this season that has brought us back on track will make us to rise and occupy our rightful places in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. I give you praise. I commit these ones you have given into your hands. I declare that none of them shall lose anything. Whatever concerns them and their families, protect them. Deliver them from evil. Deliver them from the power of the enemy. I declare that tonight by the power of the Holy Ghost, you will activate greatness in every heart. 
at the sound of my voice. Activate greatness. Activate greatness. Activate greatness. Activate greatness. Activate greatness. Activate greatness. Let the seed of greatness begin to flourish in our hearts. Begin to flourish in our hearts. In every area of our lives. Let the seed of greatness flourish. 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 In the name of Jesus. Now I pray that the power that defeated death has been injected and stirred and activated in the heart of your people. From tonight I declare, in the situation that speaks of death will be far from us because we will triumph over them. Because we will triumph over them. We will be in charge by your spirit because the greater one lives inside of us. We give you praise. We give you glory. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. We honor you. We adore you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Oh, we thank God for tonight. Thank God for his word. Thank God for his mercies. Thank God for his grace. The Bible says heaven and earth shall pass away, but the word of God will not pass. As we commemorate Easter, we need a fearless faith because we have been brought back. Hallelujah. We have been restored.